Once upon a time, there was a little boy called Howard who loved writing stories. Little Howard dreamed of being a writer And so he sat in front of every nighter But everything he wrote was fucking shite, yeah wubba dubba do wubba dubba do Worst writer in the world 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 He's a stupid Rubbish writer. Welcome to the worst writer in the world Ray. with me, Rufus, and he spins a web any Ooh. size, catches thieves yeah. just like flies. Ray. It's Howard Longman. Thanks to the British Comedy Guide for hosting this show. Thanks to you for listening to this mm. show. And of course, thanks to our wonderful saucy patrons on Patreon mm. for continuing to support this show like the wonderful, fantastic, generous and marvellous our favourite people. source people. <laughs> that they are. Especially the writer of this week's plot so far. It's Mark Greenwood. And I think it's your turn to read it, Howard. With pleasure. Vaughn uses his shoulder radio. <laughs> Who? Who, sorry? Vaughn. Vaughn! Yeah, what does what Vaughn do? He uses his shoulder radio, yeah. Vaughn uses his shoulder radio to inform his leader that his destroying bomb didn't destroy anything. He's ordered to go and meet reinforcements. John gets cornered by a Dalek, but avoids death by using the power of jumping to the floor. He then tries to find the doctor, but he is in the TARDIS having a nice snooze in his chair. OK, one quick question. What's yeah. a Dalek? No, it's just what <laughs> Sylvester McCoy calls him, isn't it? Daleks. That's just his accent. He doesn't call them Daleks. You're just, you're just like hearing yeah, his gonna... accent with your stupid Coville ears. I'm not going to do his accent. I'm not a racist. <laughs> um, Raytep and Shrana climb aboard the miner and test the anti-Dalek gun by shooting some Cybermen. The Cybermen have a chat about how their explosives will only destroy humans, then start throwing them at Raytep, who is a Thal. Raytep throws one back and destroys a Cyberman. Vaughn retaliates by destroying Shrana. Raytep escapes and finds John, who explains what Cybermen are. The Cybermen find the Dalek's office and methodically search in one corner, the east, and over there. <laughs> Now see John and Raytep again. And Devros had created a type of robot. Are they robots? A type of robot. But is it a robot? Wouldn't a robot... What is a robot? Isn't a robot a machine designed to do the work of a person? But it's not got a person in it, right? Doesn't a robot... Does a robot... <laughs> doesn't a robot have to be... I don't know. A... I mean, I don't know. They might have. <laughs> I've never seen one. But, I mean, doesn't, doesn't a robot by definition... Do, I mean, I don't know if this is true, but doesn't a robot need to be somehow autonomous... If it's just otherwise, isn't it a tool? You know, and I don't mean stupid. <laughs> I mean, like a non-autonomous non robot. Oh, what a tool! And I don't mean a penis. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, if you've got a drill, right? Yeah, I have. Yeah. That's not a robot. Yeah, but I can't get in it. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, that's not. I mean, I've got a cupboard. I can get in my cupboard, but my cupboard's not a robot, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> no, it's not. Look, <laughs> okay. Like, right, cupboard. No. Cupboard. Make us some tea. It's also no, got it. Well, it's got to be a robot as well. I mean, if it's a robot that you get inside, then it's a robot, right? And a Dalek is a robot you but get inside. But but that, then <laughs> only if you don't then. 
<laughs> Only if you don't then control it. If you like, otherwise, yeah. a car is a robot because you get inside a car and is a make car it not move. A robot? No, I don't think so. I mean, I, I'm I'm not totally sure what the definition Night of robot Rider. is. The Daleks are basically a really high tech suit of armor, right? Yes. I don't think you knew what Daleks were. Maybe as maybe as I knew, but John didn't know. It's Raytap. Raytap, yeah, he didn't know, but Ray-tap, I knew. Yeah, I just yeah. wanted him to be an idiot. Well, it's actually maybe. Didn't know what Simon are because um, they've been attacked by Daleks. They look like robots. Um, I mean, do Thals know that there's a weird mutant inside a Dalek? No. Maybe you actually knew more then than you know now. It seems like you don't know what a Dalek is, but actually you're demonstrating that you know what a Thal knows, knows about, about a Dalek. Dalek yeah. Also, um, in this script, my dialects have got robot written on them. (laughs) We were going on a suicide mission when we met a stranger. It was strange, really. (laughs) Yeah, of course it was. Yeah, he was a stranger. He was the stranger that we met. We met a stranger. It was strange, really. No ships had landed anywhere. Yet, there he was. He had three companions. He was a really old man. Apparently, his spaceship was only a small blue box but inside was bigger than the outside. John stares at Raytap after what he has just said. Are you sure he was an old man? Yes, very old, yet very young at the same time. (laughs) Now, uh, wait wait a minute, that makes no sense. What are you talking about? Was he old or... Oh, oh yeah, sorry, he was old, he was old. He was was walking around in nappies. Yeah, very old, yet... Very young at the same time. And John uh, says, Pardon? 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 He turns into a, 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 a man from Somerset for a moment. Um, and Raytep says, Well, he was full of energy, and apparently he was a lot older than he looked. About 650 years, to be precise. He's older <laughs> than he looks. Yeah, well, it's true. He looked like a 60-year-old man, but actually he's 650. Yes. A 650-year-old yes, man. Either way, he's not young at the same time, is he? He's, he's old no, but he's or incredibly he had, old at the same he had, time. He's full of energy. I think that's what he meant, was okay, young. Right. He's full of energy, like a child. All right. Just He had a lot of batteries. Yeah, yeah. And But apparently a lot older than he looked, about 650 years. And that's true, because a 650-year-old man looks like a skeleton. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas this bloke... <laughs> this bloke looked like a regular 60-year-old man. Yeah. Uh, a lot younger than he was. <laughs> we see the doctor in his chair, still asleep. Varna is also asleep. I can't believe in his he's... chair. Yeah, <laughs> yeah famous doctor. <laughs> that famous Doctor Who chair. <laughs> Here I am, sitting in my chair. Doctor chair. <laughs> hey Jamie, what are you doing in my chair? That's my chair. Oh sorry, Doctor Who. I just wanted to. We always have to stand. He hasn't got any chairs, has he? Jeez. Even in New Doctor Who, he doesn't have chairs. They always sit on like the many weird steps and things that they've got in the TARDIS now. Yeah. In the in old Doctor Who, he had nothing. No, he had he had a room in, and and with a console in it, and they all had to stand all the time. In really early Doctor Who, in Black and White, he had, yeah. he had some furniture. Did he? Yeah. So, so yeah, so the Doctor's in his chair still asleep and Varna is also asleep. She's in her chair? She just tipped her on the floor. So, as we probably remember mm-hmm. from last week's episode, the Cybermen are searching the Daleks' filing cabinets <laughs> for information on the Daleks' doomsday mm. weapon... Which they need. They need their files on the Doomsday Weapon for reasons that have been made very clear that I'm sure we're all <laughs> very clear yeah. on. 
I'm very clear. So let's see how they're getting on with that search. Uh, we then zoom to the Cybermen. They have finished their search and are gathering round in a circle. I have found nothing of real interest. Real interest. And you too? <laughs> I have discovered nothing. I have turned up nothing also. That's Cyber one. Well, it w- w- will it be safe to leave now, Vaughn? Is he asking Vaughn? He's the leader, isn't he? It should be safe enough. Tell me, Vaughn, how did you survive the attack of the Dalek? On the communication system, you said that your leg units were failing. (laughs) (laughs) My leg units are failing. You have to call me No Legs Vaughn. Why why is he asking Vaughn? I mean, is it safe now? I mean, how could Vaughn possibly know any more than he does? Unless they open a door and have a look out... And why was it based on time as well? Is it safe now? In five minutes' time, this this spaceship will be safe. <laughs> this Dalek spaceship. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They're all probably... going to Dalek bed. Yeah, it's probably fine. They all go to Dalek church at this time yeah. in the morning, so they'll all be praying. They'll all be holding their plunger and their death ray together in yeah. prayer at the moment, saying, "Oh, supreme Dalek, please grant me the ability to exterminate my enemies, which is everyone." <laughs> Um, no, he says, uh, your leg units were failing. Um, that was so, but I went into a primitive type of hibernation. <laughs> okay, 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 so, so, so I, I became a bear. <laughs> right? yeah, my legs were falling off, so I turned into a bear. A side bear, man. <laughs> and, and now they're fine. <laughs> What the fuck? Yeah. I, I, I don't think your brain's fine, though, is it? You've understood the concept of hibernation there. <laughs> hibernation doesn't make your legs get better. <laughs> oh, uh, primitive hibernation does. <laughs> it's yeah. leg grow back hibernation. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so we went into a primitive type of hibernation. I expected that my leg units would be within <laughs> working order. Within three... <laughs> Mid on days. In what? I expected that my leg units would be in working order. <laughs> leg, leg units. Because <laughs> they're men. They don't have regular legs. They have leg units. <laughs> That's so good. Leg units. It's very good. Oh, my leg unit. How it hurts. Such a leg unit. Failing. Oh, yeah, they're well, fine now. They got better. She had a bit of primitive hibernation. She <laughs> did a bit of calculation on my calculator unit and figured out that yeah. you know, three three mil on days. Looked uh, looked at it with my eye units. Thought about it with my brain unit, and then fixed it with my hand units. <laughs> Would you like a sandwich unit? No, I'm a side man. I don't eat sandwiches. I'm not a Dalek. Yeah. <laughs> I will have that sandwich, please. <laughs> uh, no, no, he said. I, I expected that my leg units yeah. would be in working order within three Miron days. Miron days. Yeah, Miron, because yeah. oh, they're on the planet Miron. Well, I mean, that's a weird thing to think, isn't it? As a yeah. side man, you go, I, I expect yeah. that my leg units will get better, <laughs> will heal, basically, I, within three <laughs> days. Oh, I think I'd better just sit down for three days <laughs> because my legs have got to get better. Computers don't get better, right? <laughs> you don't just like, oh, my computer, oh, someone's hit my computer, like someone's shot my computer, basically. Oh, yeah. no, someone's put a bullet in my computer. I'd better not use it for three days, so it's got time to get better. Maybe as he looked at his schedule and figured out that in three days' time, the maintenance man would be would be coming around the ship the leg, fixing stuff. The leg unit repair yeah. man <laughs> would turn up. In- yeah, maybe. Yeah. I'll, just, I'll just sit here for three 
three days. Yeah. I, I might as well hibernate. Yeah. <laughs> I might as well primitive hibernate. Yeah, it's primitive hibernation. <laughs> but anyway, so he said, uh, that was so, but I went into a primitive type of hibernation. I expected that my leg units would be in working order within three mid-on days, but I was actually in good condition in about an hour. <laughs> this is strange. Did you search for an explanation? Yeah, that's what I did. When I got up, I went looking for an explanation as to why my yeah. leg was working. <laughs> I opened a load of filing cabinets, but I couldn't find anything. Oh, that was a good plan. I went to the East Corner and had a look at the corner. Oh, that's a very good plan. I found a piece of paper and it said your legs started working because of reasons. Oh, oh that's, that, that's good. Well done. You made a good choice. You're like, you should be the leader. You make leader-esque choices. Did you just look, search, for, search for an explanation? No, yes, we why your no. legs started did working you? in an hour. Yeah, did you search for an explanation? I did not pursue the matter as my Caltron was active. <laughs> John... no, fair enough. Fair enough, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, is that matter, is that matter settled then? Yeah. Why, why didn't you say your Caltron was active? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Tell me this isn't another heap portal watch. It's a heap portal watch, definitely. Oh, no, but you're no, not going to know what this means. I understand what this is. I know what a counter on it. I know what okay, a Okay, that's good, because there's too many questions in these fucking No, respects. I don't know what one actually is, but but basically what I've... What I'm doing is, as you know, no redrafting. I've started a line of questioning that I thought, why have I started asking this? Yeah, yeah. I don't know how to respond to it. It's why is he asking, why didn't you search for a reason your yeah, leg yeah. got better why did, I, why did I make one Cyberman ask my other Cyberman that? I've just written it... myself into a corner. But I know I mean... I'll get myself out of it with a Caltron. Okay, but I mean, there must be, there probably is a reason, not for the asking, but I mean, the, the asking is there to tell the viewer, isn't it? Because there must be some mystery... You wouldn't say, oh, why his leg got... You wouldn't bother saying his leg got better, uh, like, 70 times quicker than it should have done. Maybe. Unless Maybe later on... You'd, you'd think that. I, unless, la- I mean, you, unless later you on you think you're going to go... sowing seeds, do you? I think... I hope so. Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. Probably right. just thought like it. You weren't like I thought. You said basically earlier. I said his his um, leg was broken, right, yeah, yeah, and he was yeah. going to die. And then I thought, no, I want to keep him alive, oh, so I didn't okay. get better. So then I had him go like, well, I better I better address this the situation because I said earlier his leg unit was right. finally he was going to die. So how come you're not dead? Oh, um, oh well, I went into a primitive hibernation, didn't yeah. I? And it got and, better. And my Caltech was at my and Caltron. Obviously, normally, you know. And then I thought, well, I got back better really quickly. Yeah. That's weird, isn't it? So I better address that situation by saying, um, normally it takes three days for a cyber leg unit to get better. <laughs> but on this occasion, it just took an hour. Um, then I thought, well, that's weird, though, isn't it? So, so, surely someone's going to want to know Someone's asking him about that, why? and now I need a reason. And no, I, you're right, I that makes know. sense too. Um, well, did you find that? Did you figure out why? No, no, no. But um, Oh, yeah, because my Caltron... What was it say? Uh, uh, my Caltron was active. Yeah, my Caltron was active. Oh. Yeah. Okay, so now can you can you explain to those of us who aren't such cyber experts what that means? What my Caltron was active. What does that mean? I don't know. It's um, that's the thing that makes washing machines last longer, isn't it? <laughs> washing Caltron. machines live longer with Caltron. Caltron yeah. yeah. So what? Why would a Cyberman have some of that, and why would it be active? I mean, the next line is, um, I, uh, I did not pursue the matter as my Caltron was active. I knew danger was near. Yeah. So is his Caltron <laughs> like his spidey sense? Yes. Okay. Is yes. That what they Cyber. Call this? It's a, awareness. It's, yes, that's what of, it's going to be. I need a way, but it's definitely going to be um, an, um, an, an, right. an acronym. You go to it. I'll write an acronym. You 
or something? No, God, I completely forgot as soon as I started weeing. No, I've got, I've, I've worked it out. I know okay, what it well is. Right, so it's Caltron, C-A-L-T-R-O-N. Right. Yeah. So I've got Cyberman yeah. alert yeah. of looming terrible risk. Yeah. Or nipples. <laughs> right, right. And it's just this weird secondary function that it has. Mm-hmm. It's an alert of looming terrible risk, like like Spidey Sense. Yes. But also tells them if nipples are close by. Yeah, that's good, yeah. <laughs> I did not pursue the matter as my Caltron was active. You know, my Cyberman alert of looming terrible risk or nipples. <laughs> I knew danger was near. I left the room so as not to be caught. Yeah, good one. Okay. Uh, where were you when you went into hibernation? The room. So he was going to go and look at, search for an explanation in the room as to why his leg was better. <laughs> but I couldn't. I had to leave yeah. the room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he's probably filing cabinets. He was going to look in the filing cabinets in the eastern <laughs> sector to see if one of the Daleks had written and written down why his leg got better. Are, are they suggesting that the room he was in is a kind of magic healing room? Leg healing, yeah. leg healing room. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. And he was going to investigate to see if it had a, like, like maybe a magic stone like Neil Breen has. Yes. Um, and if he did, then they could keep it with them and always heal Cybermen's legs. <laughs> Leg healing stone. <laughs> yeah, and then he says, where were you when you went into hibernation? Were you in a leg healing room? <laughs> and Vaughn says, yes. <laughs> Come, I will show you. It's just down the corridor near the near the leg healing room. <laughs> uh, no. We now see John and Raytep. Hooray. They are still discussing the subject of the Daleks. Boo. Boo, yeah. And Doctor Who's, he's in his chair having a sleep. <clears throat> yeah, he still is. There's no sign of him for eight. Where's Doctor Who? No, two. Oh, no, there he is. He's going to turn up just before you give up. Oh. Like a few lines before. He's got one line left, Doctor Who. Is it fucking hell? That was a big old nap. Where are the Daleks? No. Let me kill them. It's, oh dear. Ah. Cybermen as well as Daleks. And they intend to destroy the TARDIS. Oh dear! But that's that's coming in the future. It's a little, uh, little. Um, oh dear! A, a little uh, trailer for for Doctor Who's own. Le- that's that's him done now. Uh, right. So um, here we are with an exciting conversation with John and Ray Tep. I still find it hard to believe that this bloke could live to the age of about seven hundred and thirty. Though it's funny, really. Everything matches. You said he could travel in time and space. Oh, yeah, John's just slowly working out that the bloke who um, was really old and had a, a blue box that could travel in time and space that was bigger on the inside than the outside. Oh, I wonder who that is. This is a strange coincidence, but my friend Doctor Who He's is... He's not an old man, though. ...much the same. Uh, yeah, so you said he could travel in time and space. Yep. And you said he did this in a tall blue box. Not tall, is it? And you said his name was Doctor Who. <laughs> yep. Yeah, something like that. Why? What matches? What matches? What matches? <laughs> well, there is only one problem. He looks completely different. From the person I haven't seen. Who? Oh, sorry. The Doctor. The Doctor Who. Oh, sorry. Doctor Who. Doctor Who? Yeah, you're right. That was his name. Doctor Who. He said it clearly. He said, my name's (laughs) Doctor Who. Yeah, you can call me Mr Who, he said. (laughs) Yeah, my surname's Who. Who. I'm from the Who family. My first name, my given name is Doctor. Absolutely. I'm not a doctor, I'm just called Doctor. It's a bit confusing, because in some languages, like, that's the name of a profession. Mm. But I'm, that's just me, right? Yeah. Um, this is my this is my mum, Mummy Who, and then my dad, Daddy Who. This is my wife, Mrs Who. Wifey Who. Leela Who. <laughs> what? 
the time traveller was called Doctor Who. <laughs> but that is impossible. Mm. Why? Because the Doc is here now, only he looks completely different. Different right. to what? This is fucking... Uh, Jamie knows, right, that the Doctor yeah, he would think can that he travel was Doctor in time. Who older, right? Yeah. yeah, totally. He knows he can travel in time, so you just go, oh, that's strange, but he is a time traveller, so I guess that's him in the future then. Mm. But no, Jamie goes, oh, he can probably completely change his face then. <laughs> fucking hell, regeneration's a thing. <laughs> yeah. It's like, he doesn't... Cause he doesn't but he hasn't seen him. I mean, just yeah. because Ray Tep's gone like, yeah, there was this really old man, he's not like described and explicit. He's not got a photograph out, has he? He's no, gone, no, like, he yeah, this guy here. Like, and he's yeah. gone like, oh, no, that's not him. The dog is here now, only he looks completely different. Yeah. Looks different? Is he perhaps... A rather elegant-looking man with white curly hair. <laughs> well, no. so Ray Tips met two Doctor Who's. Is that John Pertwee? Obviously. Right. What do you think? Were you hoping it was Colin Baker? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, why? Well, later stories tell that several of our race travel to the planet Named Spiridon. <laughs> To the planet Named Spiridon. Named Spiridon. Oh. <laughs> Named. I thought that was the name of the planet. The planet Named Spiridon. <laughs> no, there is a planet called Spiridon. No, there's a planet named Spiridon. Yeah, there is a planet called named Spiridon. In, to the um... planet Named Spiridon. <laughs> <laughs> is, there, is there a capital letter on Named then? It's all in capital letters. <laughs> Every only... letter is capital. I don't know why, you've just gone, oh, I've got to type everything in capital. So, the planet Nomad Spiridon. We see the Cybermen standing outside the storeroom door. Vaughn opens the door. Is this the place? Calculations prove so. Calculations? Calculations, right. It's basically, for a Cyberman, apparently, when a Cyberman goes to a place, right, and then leaves that place and goes to another place and wants to go back to the first place, he has to do some sums. He's like, I better get me pencil out and do some long division to find out where that room I just came from was. Is this the price? Seven plus three is ten. This is it. We then see the Supreme Dalek in the main control room. He has five more Daleks with him. You three shall search the whole miner. Pick as many able-bodied men as possible (laughs) from the hold. The hold? You must find... Piles of of men in there. (laughs) Able-bodied men. We've been collecting able-bodied men. (laughs) We've got bags of them. Go and get me a pile. (laughs) Pick as many able-bodied men as possible from the hold. You must find and destroy the Cybermen. Why do they need men? Aren't Daleks designed for finding and destroying stuff? Isn't that like their major function? Like, Go and get some men and get them to kill <laughs> Cybermen for us. Why? <laughs> uh, we're going to play Scrabble. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't really thought it through. Just do it. Yeah, do it. Just yeah, do it. Just forget do the it. men. <laughs> Just do it. On your way back, exterminate them too. Yeah. I don't know why we've got those piles of men in the hold. Okay, you must find and destroy the Cybermen. Take as much gold as needed. <laughs> You're going to go on a quest. <laughs> yeah. The Cybermen are a threat to our real plans. They must be exterminated. 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 Does he He's say doing it? that again. Yay! Yeah. Right, so John 
who is Doctor Who's companion, yeah, and Raytep, who is a Thal, are having the longest conversation in the world. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so let's see what else they could possibly have to say to each other. (laughs) We now see Raytop. Raytop. We now see Raytep. Not Laytep. He hasn't gone back to that name. He's stuck with Raytep. And John again, still enthralled in their conversation. Yeah, because they're fucking brilliant. (laughs) It's an amazing... I mean, fair play to them. It's a fucking fascinating conversation (laughs) about how old Doctor Who is. (laughs) Is he an old man or is he a young man? What shade of blue with the blue box? (laughs) That's the same shade of blue, blue box. This this just gets stranger and stranger. Yeah, and then he said like something about how all the cakes were his and we can't (laughs) eat any of those cakes. That's some some kind of rule. It's just like my Doctor Who never lets me the cakes. <laughs> he says Doctor Who gets all the cakes. Yeah. That's the role of Doctor Who. <laughs> that's exactly that's what it. He says, yeah, it must be the same man. But but he's got, got different coloured hair. Yeah. Uh, could he have dyed it? Oh, oh yeah, that's that's probably it. Yes. Yeah, my Doctor Who never wears trousers. <laughs> but you can never be sure that they were the same doctors, can you? Yes. We can tell, even though the appearance... They were all riding on the back of a crab. <laughs> even though the appearance won't be the same, they were both most definitely the same man. Right. They both travelled around in blue boxes. They both had the same manner about them. And the second time he was seen, if it was the second time, I'll tell you about that later. Don't. Well, he knew all about the Daleks, and he knew exactly what had happened to our to our race. And his name, he had the same fucking name. He had Besides, the same name. he said he was the Doctor, okay. and, well, he must have been. How else could he have known? Yes, I, I see what you mean, but what did you say about it might not have been his second appearance? Well, some very old books tell of a man within a, with a long scarf... Who had a thick brown curly... That's you, my Doctor Who! <laughs> just you describing other Doctor Who stories, isn't it? It's something you love doing. Yeah, but that's, his, that's actually yeah, Jamie's Doctor Who in this story. I think he's, gonna, he's not going to reply. Well, some very old books tell of a man with a long scarf who had thick brown curly hair. Anyway, he was called the Doctor and he was said to have stunted the Dalek's birth. <laughs> All right, so the Cybermen, yeah. who, you know, as we all know, have a very important mission mm-hmm. to... <laughs> right? In order to achieve that objective, you know, their objective to... <laughs> While they're doing that, they have found Doctor Who's TARDIS. Wow. What do you think they're going to do? I don't know, I'd get, get another four and glue them together, I would. I don't know what, <laughs> don't know what, their, what their plan is, but... Well, the thing about these Cybermen is they are regular Cybermen. Oh. They're not... For example, they've not been elevated to the aristocracy, (laughs) (laughs) and they're not gold coloured. So I don't know. I don't know if they're going to think of that. They obviously do like drilling. Okay, yeah. So you're saying they might drill it or they might blow it up. That's the choices. I think that's probably one of those two things. Mm. Yeah, but they're unlikely uh, to get four more (laughs) glued together. (laughs) Is that something only a cyber lord would do? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's find out what those cybermen are going to do, shall we? Yes, please. We see Rhaegor, Vaughn, and the other Cybermen. They are standing outside the TARDIS. This is where the power is coming from, Leader Rhaegor. Cyborn. Hmm. Can you tell me what it is? I shall call base. Yes, I am sure I have heard about this box somewhere before. Was it something that Commander Vral said? I shall search my memory. 
You can search his memory. Yeah, it, actually, the thing about Cybermen, that's why they can't. Rem- they need to do sums to find places. Yeah. Because they haven't got a memory. They just drag a filing cabinet around <laughs> with them thinking, everywhere. Yeah, yeah. And he's, I'll just look in my memory. B. He's got, a head, C. He's got a filing cabinet in his head that he takes <laughs> out and then kind of rifles through and goes, yeah. Oh, yeah, here's my memory of that conversation <laughs> with Commander Vrol about yeah. our blue box. So basically, what I'm su- suggesting is that the TARDIS can heal leg units just by being in proximity of them. Seems ah, like a bit of a okay. flaw, a TARDIS flaw, that. Yeah, healing Cybermen powers. Yeah. yeah, that is pretty stupid. Why is it doing that? I don't know if we're ever going to find out. Uh, we now see John and Raytep. Way. Well, I'm afraid that my doctor has neither grey or curly hair, he and he is hair. definitely not 700 years old. He's got a long scarf, though, and he's doctor in. How do you know he is not the same man? After all, he has changed his appearance before. And besides, when he was the one with white curly hair, he looked younger than before, but he must have been older. Why? Impossible. Nothing is impossible. (laughs) That's patently not true. (laughs) Can you you fly away now? (laughs) I can. Why not? Because it's impossible. (laughs) Nothing's impossible. I left my wings at home. (laughs) But that make, that's why it's impossible. You can't fly away, no. All right, fine. Some things are impossible, but, but you know... Not... Most things are impossible. <laughs> OK, you, you, you might have a point there. When I said nothing's impossible, that was... Uh, I, I jumped the gun a bit there. We see the Cybermen again. Uh, we can see Cyb1 is on the communication system. Yes, it definitely has the words police public call box written on the side. Then destroy it. This is the machine known as the TARDIS. It belongs to a man named the Doctor. He has ruined too many of our plans. But if he has lost his ship, he may no longer interfere. It may be possible that he is inside the TARDIS. That would be all the better. But there is no time to waste. Destroy it before it vanishes, like it usually does. (laughs) Here are the explosives. Uh, We see Rhaegor take some explosives from his pouch around his waist. Oh yeah, the, the Cybermen all have bum bags on with explosives in, remember? He hands them to Vaughn and he begins to attach the explosives to the TARDIS. Alright, so Howard, remind me one more time. What are Thals? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's been a few episodes since you told me They're that, like right? the anti-Dalek. They're like the good Daleks. So if the Daleks are like the fallen angels, yeah. then the Thals are the the not fallen angels, the ones still in heaven flapping around. Yeah, right? yeah. They thought Thals have wings and can fly, and Daleks <laughs> all live in hell. Yeah, exactly right. Okay, that's true. Thals are like the, are the first, like the Daleks' first victims. Yeah. First, Davros is like, I'm going to make a fucking Dalek. <laughs> I'm going to fucking make a fucking Dalek. Yeah. And then he does. He makes loads of Daleks. He's like, right, I've got to test them out. Yeah. Who, who can I kill? Mm. Well, I've already basically turned all my own people into sneezes that are driving <laughs> around in murder in murder tanks. Yeah. So I can't kill them. I'll do the only other people that live on this planet. The neighbours. The Thals. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, okay, I'll send them to the neighbours, yeah. All right, let's see what's going on with those Thals then, shall we? Yes, please. We now see a big group of Thals, Thaleks, um, about 15 all together. We see 15 Thals. Yeah. <laughs> they are all hiding in trees. <laughs> That's not a group. <laughs> They are all hiding in trees. And what a stage direction we see. You know, just writing in such strange orders. You know, see, we see some trees. There are thals in them. So we see a bunch of thals, about 15. Oh, by the way, 
are all hiding in trees. Not hiding very well, though, because we can see all 15 of them. <laughs> at least, at least one yeah. of those thals would be good at hiding. And you, yeah. you like, you'd, well, maybe there's actually 20 thals. Yeah. It's just like 15 of them are rubbish at hide and seek. Mm. A Dalek turns up. I have found you. <laughs> You're it. They are all hiding in trees. Hmm. I love that phrase. <laughs> Seriously, I mean, sometimes when we read this stuff that you wrote, there's just, I mean, it's, it's all hilarious, but sometimes there's just a phrase that is just like, oh, you couldn't write anything that good if you tried. We, we now see, we now see a big group of thals, about 15 altogether. <laughs> they are all hiding in trees. It's so fucking amazing. What a sentence. We see the miner heading towards them. When it gets near enough, they all jump out of the trees. Right. No, it doesn't say that. They all jump onto the side of it. That's difficult, jumping onto the side of something. You should jump on top. I think the miner's, like, really massively tall. So they all jump onto the side. Um, About five of the thals fall. The others reach a door. Condal breaks the door open by firing his blaster at it. Mm-hmm. The Thals get inside only to find several Daleks in front of them. Mm. They fire at the Daleks, but the shots do no damage. The Daleks fire back, killing five Thals. Condal, run, run for your lives. I thought he had that very specific <clears throat> weapon that kills Daleks. Dalek yeah, but um, it doesn't say he used it. No. He's just gone. Uh, the others have shot regular weapons. Yeah. It hasn't done anything because they know it wouldn't. Oh, no, hang on. Um, run for your lives. The Thals flee. If only I had my anti-Dalek gun, I'd show them a thing or two. What happened to his anti-Dalek gun? I don't know. Probably went home with Uncle Dalek gun. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Listener, if you know what happened to Condal's anti-Dalek gun, do do write in and oh, tell us. Maybe Raytep's got it. Who's Raytep? He's the one who's talking to Jamie. Yeah, um, Raytep produces something from beneath his clothing. If only I had my anti-Dalek gun, I'd show them a thing or two. Uh, we watch the Daleks chase after the Thals, firing all the time. Only one of the Thals is shot down, though. We now focus on the TARDIS. It has explosives all around it. Inside the TARDIS, the Doctor is awaking. Hmm. He sees the scanner. Mm. Well, yes, I've got to scan in those documents. <laughs> I've got to scan in my receipts and send them to the tax, tax time lord. Oh, yeah, so he sees the scanner, and can you guess what he says? Oh dear. Oh dear, Cybermen as well as Daleks. And they intend to destroy the TARDIS. Oh Oh dear. dear. Yes. We see outside the TARDIS, the Cybermen have set the timer. The bombs will explode in two minutes. They're fucking timers. They still haven't worked that out. Mm. The Cybermen all take out devices from their pockets. (laughs) They look like battery testers. Yeah. But they're not. (laughs) Because when you press a button, it doesn't grip a battery. It doesn't test a battery. They all they take devices from their bu- from their buckets. Buckets, cyber <laughs> buckets. Oh, cybermen are all going to carry buckets. Yeah, with a little spade, yeah. like those ones you get at the seaside, yeah. the colourful bucket and spade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, they take devices out of their pockets. They all press buttons on them. Oh. The cybermen are now covered by a glowing light, a force field. We now see Condal. He is being chased by a Dalek. He eventually ducks whack into a room <laughs> and the Dalek passes by. Ten seconds later, Condal peeps out of the door. Peeps. Um, he luck he lucks around <laughs> and then he leaves the room and runs off down a corridor. Oh good, that's a good scene. It was. 
We see the Cybermen again. We watch the TARDIS. There is a massive explosion. In the Dalek control room, the Daleks hear the blast. Mm -hmm. Follow me. We must catch the Cybermen before they de any more damage. D anymore. I think it means do. He's Scottish. Before they do any more damage. Yeah, maybe. Scottish. Oh, it does say S Dalek. Uh, Scottish, Scottish Dalek. Dalek. Follow me. We must catch the Cybermen before they do any more damage. <laughs> oh, good. We, it's a shame this is about to end. He's yeah, only Chris, got one Chris more Anderson line. Chris is going to turn up and explain that all Daleks have a Scottish one. <laughs> <laughs> we see the storeroom. We watch the Cybermen leave the room. We then see the Daleks come along a corridor. There are five. They see the Cybermen they running away. <laughs> yeah. They, uh, they see the Cybermen running away. They chase after the Cybermen, fire, firing their guns and, and shouting their, stop. Running on their legs. Yeah. And shouting stop. Stop, stop. 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 Stand still so I can kill you. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. Yeah, Daleks are always shouting stop, aren't they? Yeah. Stop. Stop. Stay stop. still. Stop. Uh, I want to stop. ask you a question. I've just got something to ask you. I promise no. I won't shoot you. Yeah. So, the Cybermen attached explosives to the TARDIS and blew it up. Oh right, so the story, I feel like the story is finally getting started <laughs> here. Like, really, I'm just, finally, I'm engaged. I want to know what's happening. It's, you know, it's getting going after all this time. I really hope you don't just suddenly give up soon. No, no. <laughs> right? That'd be a real shame if you just, like, if young Howard just goes, oh, fuck this. <laughs> I've had enough. <laughs> I'm going to write TARDIS is five instead. <laughs> What this story is lacking is a cyber lord. <laughs> oh well, let's see. Uh, so let's see what's going on with those Cybermen and that TARDIS, shall we? Yes, please. Back inside the storeroom, we watch the corner of the room. We watch the corner of the room. <laughs> yeah, it's good. It is for ten seconds. And then probably. we watch the east sector. For there 10 is, seconds, and then we watch over there. Yeah, there are no Cybermen here anymore. Mm. There is a wheezing, groaning noise, and the TARDIS reappears. Reappears. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I wasn't paying attention when it disappeared. It disappeared when it exploded, when the explosion went uh, off. Oh, okay. He's made them think that they've blown it up. Right, okay. But with no detritus. Uh, that's why the, one of the, one, of the first sentence, um, one of them's noticeably shorter. But that's because you just didn't bother with a bunch of necessary <laughs> words. So the first version, the longer one, is we see Condal running down a corridor, he turns a corner, and he runs straight into two Daleks and the Dalek Supreme. But in the other version, it says, we see Condal running down a corridor. He turns a corner and he runs two Daleks and the Dal Dalek Supreme. <laughs> <laughs> I think you just went, there's too many mistakes in this. I better write it again. Um, Dalek, <laughs> exterminate. Uh, Scottish Dalek, no, wait, we shall take the specimen for questioning. <laughs> the two Daleks begin to push Condal away and the Supreme Dalek follows after push them. In the storeroom, Raytep is getting up from his sitting position. Ooh. John watches him, and Howard gives up <laughs> and writes no more. It's a good, uh, good way to end. Someone stands up, and someone else watches him stand up. Yeah, it's, 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 a, it's an appropriate ending to that script. Oh, yeah, not much else happened apart from that. Little Howard dreamed of being a writer, and so he sat down to every night. But everything he wrote was fucking shite, yeah. Woman of a no, woman of a no, was writer in the world, was writer in the world, was writer in the world, was writer.
So, Howard, there's some a little bit of bad news, but followed up by some mm. good news. <laughs> that was the end of the script that young Howard wrote. Yeah. We've finished. Wow. And it made a lot of sense, so it's going to be really easy to finish it. so much sense. But yeah, unfortunately, at this point, young Howard went, oh, this is rubbish, <laughs> and quit. <laughs> right. I've had enough of this stupid script. Why? What do the Daleks even want? <laughs> Why are the Cybermen on a planet full of gold? What the fuck? Why has Doctor Who got the problem of regeneration on his hand? Mm. Yes. <laughs> Not the rest mm. of him. Oh, my God. And young Howard gave up. But fortunately, old Howard stepped mm. in. And next week, in the final episode of Conflict, adult, we adult will hear... Howard. Look at me say, adult, old. yeah, sorry. <laughs> All right, we will hear mm. adult Howard's ending to teenage Howard's Doctor Who story. Mm. So that's right, uh, that's what do. And... They write stories about Doctor Who. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this episode of The Worst Right in the World with me, Howard Long, and him, Rufus Penzance. We hope you had a lovely time. If you'd like to give us all your money, please head straight over to Patreon. <laughs> Patreon and do it. Give us your money. Give us you your, can your do that. Money. You can also give us a very small amount of your money, and we'll still be happy. And give you loads of stuff in return for as little as two dollars. Yeah, imagine that. That's true. I mean, that's your choice: all your money or just two dollars. Which one are you going to choose? Come on, make a choice now. Go to patreoncom forward slash cow and make one of those two choices, and do not think of a third way. <laughs> all right, <laughs> all your money or just two dollars. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye bye, milk. Bye bye, milk. <laughs> He's a stupid, suck-ass, rubbish writer.